Hi, welcome to Bookstar Talk. I'm Murray. I'm Mike. And we're here to talk shop. Murray and Mike on the mean book scene. Stocking the interweb and the shelves. Bringing you information you need to make your business stronger. Thanks for joining us today. We're excited to have you here. And don't forget to check out our website, bookselling.show. You can send us questions, comments, or for the brave at heart, you could even ask to join us live. Well, not live. This is a pre-recorded podcast. Anyway, enjoy. One thing I've seen a lot of booksellers struggling with is catching online fraud. Any frontline bookseller gets used to the signs of shoplifting, but those skills don't translate well online. The red flags are different, the scammers are clever, and if you're not armed with knowledge, there can be some nasty growing pains in the form of lost merchandise, chargebacks, and disgruntled customers. There's also the risk of losing sales because an unfamiliar business practice stands out as potentially fraudulent, but in reality it isn't. In this episode of Bookstore Talk, we're going to talk about some of the seemingly unusual but actually fairly common transactions online, and which ones to watch out for and which are less likely to be fraud. We'll also give you some resources to use when you're debating whether to fill that large order that just feels a bit off. We'll have links to everything in the show notes, and please head on over to our website, bookselling.show, to send us your tips, questions, and stories about fraud. You can write us, or even better, leave us a voice message to play on the show. Without further ado, here's Bookstore Talk. So tell me about flippers. Well, um, flippers, well, they're not the friendly bottlenose dolphin of the TV show. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, yeah. Uh, the lassie of the sea. <laughs> and, you know, essentially, all used book dealers are flippers. But they're good flippers and mm-hmm. bad flippers. <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, and so there's a there's a couple of different times. There's there's uh, programs out there that you can subscribe to or buy that are uh, online arbitrage. Um, so basically, what the deal is there is people use these programs to mine the um, mine the web for used books that they can buy from dealers who've underpriced them and then relist them on Amazon through fulfillment by Amazon. Mm-hmm. So they're, you know, they'll comp, you know, there's programs that'll go through, they'll look at the, the highs and the lows and what the last sales were on, on Amazon and people will buy the book from the dealer and the dealer will ship it. And usually it, it, uh, it works out okay. You know? And so my philosophy on that is if, you listed a book for a price that you wanted for it and somebody buys it, you know, it doesn't really matter if they relist it on Amazon and make a little profit um, or, you know, or give it to their aunt Millie, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's capitalism. Yeah. Right. You're getting, capitalism. getting your asking price. So it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and basically that's what I do when I go to a thrift store, I'm on the lookout for mm-hmm. something that I can buy for a dollar and turn around and sell it for 20. Yeah, absolutely. You know I mean, I flip, I flip a lot. Oh yeah. And, and so I'm good about it. Yep. Uh, where it gets a little, little sketchier is, is when it comes into condition. So, you know, a lot of these programs don't really, factor in you know the condition so if you list something that's highlighted or marked up or you know missing the dj or you Mm -hmm. know whatever the the flaw is on the book 
a lot of times the program won't catch those. So you'll be in a position where you'll send it to the third party um, that's trying to turn it and they'll get it and they'll feel like it's not up to snuff mm -hmm. and then they'll return it to you. Yeah. Well, you know, that's also part of doing business and you yeah. know, that could happen to a regular customer as well. They're not satisfied with the, the, uh, the condition of the book. Uh -huh. But if you sell it on Amazon, that means that you're going to pay for the outgoing shipping and the return shipping. Yeah. Would, you know, so then you're starting to take an actual monetary hit. Right. So if you paid 50 cents for the used book, you know, you're going to end up paying, you know, depending on the weight of the book, let's say $7, $8, mm -hmm. you know, to have it, you know, return. And that's a lot of times, both with customers, you know, all customers, a lot of times I'll consider that and, you know, depending on how much my, the, the book is worth, I'll just have them keep it. And yeah. so I have to, incur I've, the, I've done that as well. Yeah. Re incur the return shipping. And, you know, if it's a regular customer, I just roll over like a, you know, submissive dog. I'm like, you know, whatever. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't notice the highlighting. You know? Yeah. Sorry. The books didn't meet your expectations. You know? <laughs> right. Keep it for your library or give it to, you know, a friend or whatever it is. And yeah. Then, you know, and then I just refund the whole order and, mm -hmm. you know, it's cost business. Yeah. You know, as far as I can say, and much better for the marketing buzz than getting one, you know, bad review, you get one bad review on Amazon, especially, you know, it's, it's like a stake in the heart. You know? Right. And that's as a small business. It's the only, it's the only thing you really have to distinguish yourself is, you know, being able to have good turn and good reviews. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's, that's part of it. And mm -hmm. then there's other flippers, the really, you know, the arch evil flippers, <laughs> um, and one in particular, which I won't name for obvious reasons. Yeah. Legal department says that I can't. Right. <laughs> um, is, um, but they are in the Midwest. <laughs> um, and um, they uh, order books in like new or very good condition. Mm -hmm. And you send them and then you get a... Uh, a standard response that says this book does not meet my standards you know there is where mm -hmm. and then they return it and then weeks later when they return it it's a completely different copy uh -huh. and so that is just really aggravating you know because yeah. you know you spend you know thirty dollars you know mm -hmm. on a hundred dollar book right and you know, pack it really well and send it to a customer and yeah. then it comes back and it's totally trashed and, you know, it's not the book that you sent them. Right. And, you know, Amazon is always going to err on the side of the customer because why uh -huh. not, you know? Right. They have no, they have no incentive <laughs> really. Money, right? <laughs> so, you know, uh, so anyway, so there's a lot of different, you know, there's on the Amazon forums when this first happened to me a couple times, I was just like, you know, uh, you're kind of in a dilemma because if you cancel the order, it hurts your matrix. Mm -hmm. You know, if you fulfill the order and have it returned to you, then, you know, you not only lose the cost of the book, but you lose the cost of the ingoing and outgoing shipping. Yeah. And it's like, so. uh, you know, unfortunate. And so this happened to be a couple times. And so, 
I started writing, I started taking photos of the books. Yeah. And then writing on the, uh, on the, the packing slip, you know, photo of, of you know, book taken, time stamped. Yeah. Uh, and it's, and it still happened. And I, you know, sent it to the, uh, the, the, uh, Amazon arbitrage or Amazon complaint uh -huh. line. And they, they went with the, the other people. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, um, but from what I hear and I've, I've done it a couple times and I haven't, haven't had a problem. So maybe this is, this is more realistic is people take videos. Mm. They take a video, pack it up and the yeah, whole thing, you know, yeah. take, you know, inside out, whether it's, you know, the first edition page, you know, the title page and, and, you know, back and front and, you know, and then right took video. Of the, yeah. And so maybe a video stamp because the last one I did has, has not been returned. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that's, that's a way out of that. Other people say that they'll do like a watermark mm -hmm. where they'll, uh, they'll mark a certain page, but you know, I, I'm not going to mark with pen on anything. So you mark right. with a pencil on a page, somebody could erase it. You know, it's just like, right. Just and like the cover, the cover stamp might be too subtle yeah. and not work on a. It's another one of those things you toss around at night, like how, how, how right? <laughs> Bastards, they got me again. Yeah. Oh um, my goodness. Yeah. So then there's another one, mm -hmm. which you know, a company that I used to deal with uh, when I worked in retail, um, locally here, and their gig is they will take a whole snapshot of a website's inventory mm -hmm. and then they'll post it overseas oh. so they'll they'll post it like in romania poland or uh -huh. you know bangladesh who knows where but then they then they ordered the book and then relist you know they'll get the order for the book internationally yeah. and then they they'll the order it from you know the third party mm -hmm. and then they mark it up and reship it internationally. Right. So it's a drop using the store as a drop ship yeah. location, yeah. basically. Yeah. 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 But you send it to them and they reship it. Yeah. Which, which is different than a drop ship. Drop ship, um, you know, the, the dealer. Right. They'd say ship to Romania. Right. Right. Be like, Oh, no, don't, no receipt. No receipt. Oh, <laughs> uh -huh. all prices. Do not add a receipt. Yeah. So they're, so they're not, so you're talking about someone who's actually pretty, it sounds relatively above the board. If they're, yeah. if they're saying you ship it to this location and then they redistribute yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Now I mean, that, you know, they, they run into, I've run into problems with them too, where they are not satisfied with the condition. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's legit. You know? Yeah. These are all used books. And I think they have like a, a way to list on other marketplaces. Uh huh. And in, in, you know, and I'm not sure it's, I'm not even, I don't know the insides of their business, but I'm maybe, familiar with them. Maybe they know, have a, a, a corporate corporation set up in some country that has access to that. And there was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Good, good on them. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I had a conversation uh, I had a conversation yesterday with um with someone and it was it's like they pointed out and I've had this pointed out it comes up in conversation all the time when talking about uh you know fraudsters like this is if they applied their like mental acuity that they have to like shuffle all this stuff around and come up with these schemes if they applied that to something 
real, something, you know, that was above board and legit, they'd be as as well off or better off than they are now. And it's like, yeah. why, like, there's something there that doesn't, yeah. there's yeah. a switch there that's not flipped. It just kills me. I mean, you know, the profit margin in this business is just, <laughs> you know, razor thin. Yep, I know. They're trying to steal $7 from me, $7, right. and send back, you know, a, a, you know, I mean, it's just like, how can you do that? How can you sleep at night? And it's yeah, really frustrating. The, the one dealer in, in the Midwest that I was speaking of, there's a lot of people that have filed uh, complaints with the Postal Service with them because it's mm. basically, it's, it's postal fraud. It is, yeah. You know, and, that makes and sense. Amazon, not gonna, like I said, Amazon, there's no motivation for them to, you know, right. do anything. They're like, we get our commission no matter what, yeah. so who cares? Yeah. Hopefully this chat about flippers proves useful when one of these scenarios pops up on your order screen, as it inevitably will. Now, if you don't sell used books, don't feel left out. In a future episode, we'll cover some of the common oddities and scams that show up for sellers of new books. We're going to close out this episode with our inaugural What Are You Reading segment. Uh, now, for most of my life, I'd be filling this segment with a blurb about the latest amazing sci-fi or fantasy novel I picked up. Or maybe a graphic novel my friend Katie at Books with Pictures in Portland, Oregon got me hooked on. But apparently 2021 is weird in more ways than one, and I've been reading nearly exclusively nonfiction. Not to say I never read nonfiction in the past, but certainly it was not my mainstay. Maybe it's the great subscription I get from Finney Books in Seattle, Washington, introducing me to new nonfiction titles like The Starship and the Canoe by Kenneth Brower. Maybe it's the Neil Postman I picked back up when the 2020 election reignited my interest in media studies. But reasons for the shift aside, I'm currently enjoying Michael Pollan's How to Change Your Mind. I know I'm late to the bandwagon on this one, just as I was with Omnivore's Dilemma, but I'm glad I got to it eventually. Once again, Pollan breaks down a complex topic in straightforward but engaging prose. He does for science what Laura Hillenbrand does for biography turning a subject that would easily feel dry in a less accomplished writer's hands into a page-turner. My copy's due back at the library soon, and speaking of which, I should probably renew it, or I'm sure that Trails in Books, my current go-to for spur-of-the-moment purchases, would love it if I bought a copy from them. Thanks for coming back for episode two, and if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. Then head on over to bookselling.show to send us your questions and comments. This week, we'd love to hear what you're reading. Use the voice message option to record a one-minute blurb about your current read, and we'd feature it on the show. Or just send us a written note, and we'll have a voice actor do a dramatic recreation, just as though you were right here. That may or may not be Mike just reading it aloud. Um... Anyway, that's it for today. We hope you'll be back next week for more Bookstore Talk.